Peace Misfits. So this week we're healing through appreciation, which gives us the perfect opportunity for our guided meditation to focus on loving kindness. So what I'd like for you to do right now, in between your inhales and exhales, is think about something that you appreciate about yourself. What is something that you're grateful for when it comes to you? We're going to celebrate that right now. You're going to make that your inhale. So with each inhale, I want you to feed yourself that love and light from this one thing that you can think of that you'd like to celebrate about you. Now, on your exhale, I'd like for you to think of someone who has made a positive impact in your life. Any person you can think of, whoever that one person is, when you exhale, imagine yourself sending that love and light directly to that person. Extra points if you actually know where they are right now. (laughs) This gives you an opportunity to use your visualization to imagine where they are and to actually see yourself sending that love. This is how we begin healing through appreciation. So here we go. Inhale deep for me. And exhale. Beautiful. Second time, here we go. Inhale deeply for yourself. Feel that love, that light, that beautiful self-love. And exhale it out. beautiful okay one more time inhale deeply for yourself feel that appreciation feel that love feel that light hold and now exhale for them send that love out to them let them feel it let them feel the love beautiful now remember Whenever you're practicing love and kindness, it doesn't have to be three inhales and exhales. Go as long as you like. But I love teaching love and kindness meditation because there's something beautiful about an opportunity to give people their flowers while they're here. To show them your appreciation for them, even if they're not around. Love can be felt no matter the distance. Thank you for taking part in this with me. Now, let's get healed. Welcome to the healing space. I am Sensei Raven Ekundayo. Uh, I think BHW is off somewhere uh, subscribing to Title for two days so that he can listen to the new Beyonce and Jay-Z project. Um, He's not here with us this week. (laughs) But uh, I'm fairly certain you guys will be able to catch him on our live show coming up this Thursday. So make sure that you guys are tuning in. As always, that's going to be on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. And I believe this time around, we're actually going to be on Twitter for the first time. So, you know. You can heal everywhere when it comes to us. (laughs) So uh, as I mentioned earlier at the beginning with the guided meditation, this week is healing through appreciation. So this is our way of, well, I guess my way of being able to 
show appreciation in all different forms uh and for different people like our interview this week is with stephanie chapman she's the winner for misfit of the month and i had an opportunity to sit down and talk to her face to face in baltimore about a myriad of different things from her love for the podcast to what she does for her own business it was a, a really really cool conversation and i was so happy that we could have it because she has shown her appreciation for the healing space over and over again so it it did me good to be able to give her a platform to be able to talk about uh what she does as uh an author and as a writer as well so i guess first i'll start off with my weekend so i just arrived back here i'm recording this on monday june 18th uh, of course this goes up on um tuesday june 19th so i literally just arrived back here in atlanta i would say maybe about two hours ago so i spent the last two weeks in baltimore i was in baltimore i was in new york oh excuse me i had a day in dc it was the best. I hadn't been home in a year. So it was really cool to be able to go back up there again and see so many people that I love and just enjoy some some time away for a little while. You know, I love being here in Atlanta, so it felt good to just be able to go back home and see everyone. So I want to first show love and appreciation for my family and friends. Uh, thank you guys so much for showing up for me the entire time that I was there. I've been very transparent with you guys since the beginning of the healing space about this journey that I've been on here in Atlanta, about how things didn't necessarily go as I expected them to and the journey and what it's looked like since then. <laughs> I, uh, I have some great news that I want to sh share with you guys in a couple of weeks. But for now, I'm going to hold it close to the chest. Uh, just know that I am giving thanks to the universe and I can't wait to share that news with you. But because that news hasn't quite come to pass just yet, uh, I went to I went back up north with not a whole lot financially. And so I want to say thank you to everyone who looked out for me, you know, uh, because I was up in Baltimore and unlike when I'm here in Atlanta and I'm constantly teaching yoga, I wasn't teaching while I was up there with the exception of one class. So I give thanks for everyone who looked out for a brother. It really, really means a lot. And I appreciate all of you. Uh, if you'd like to know who these people are, you probably can see as you're looking at my pictures on Instagram. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to say anyone's names specifically because they all know who they are. Uh, but thank you. Thank you. And I love you all so much. Uh, thank you to my mom and to my dad. Uh, shout out to my dad and his new house. Uh, he and my stepmom just got a new house. It is absolutely beautiful. Uh, thanks to my mom and my stepdad. I really enjoyed spending time with you guys. Uh, it was just awesome being able to be there with family. To everyone up in New York, I love you all. Thank you so much for showing me so much love. Uh, to my friend who I stayed with in D.C., thank you so much for your love. And I'll get to that a little bit later on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, okay. So that was my overall trip uh, back up north. As far as this past weekend, uh, on Friday, I happened, had an opportunity to travel to dc and i had a friend who took care of me while i was there so again thank you to him it really means a lot that you know he made sure that i had a good time and uh he took care of me and i really appreciate that and he took care of me in more ways than one <laughs> uh, i got to i got to experience 
oh, what's the, how did he tell me to phrase it? I got to experience a scene. There we go. I got to experience a scene. And I was able to be introduced to the, the leather lifestyle, I guess you would say. So that was really cool and really different for a lot of people who know me. They know that even though I'm a Scorpio Sagittarius, which is known for being very sexual, I'm kind of conservative when it comes to uh, sexual things. Well, at least compared to most people, I'll put it that way. <laughs> compared to most, I am, I am quite conservative. So this weekend opened me up to a very very different world a very different world a lot of things that i've never experienced before uh, on several different sexual levels and i really appreciated it it was very eye-opening i felt very safe the entire time you know and i wanted to share it on the podcast because one this is the episode about appreciation so i appreciated the experience Two, this is a healing space, so it's a safe space, so I know that I can speak freely with all of you. And three, I just wanted to share because it was fun, you know? And I'm a very transparent person, so I don't have a reason to hide something that was sexual because we need to stop making sex a bad thing. You feel me? So I appreciate him being so open to sharing a new journey that he's on with me bringing me into it, making sure that I felt safe the entire time uh, between he and I. And it was beautiful. It was really beautiful. And I really enjoyed it. And I thank him for that. So that was Saturday, I mean, Friday going into Saturday. Um, I had to hurry up and make my hairy hurry. See, that's the Baltimore accent coming out. Um, (laughs) I had to swiftly make my way back to uh, Baltimore so that I could uh, get to Columbia or Ellicott City, Maryland, so that I could teach yoga. It was my only time teaching yoga the entire time I was up north. I taught a group class at a place called Centennial Park, this huge, beautiful park. And I was joined by several family members and friends who came to flow with me with revolutionary yoga and it was awesome and i'll be posting some of those videos and pictures uh on to well by the time you guys listen to this episode uh some of the pictures and videos will be up on the uh tlm pages on facebook and instagram so make sure that on facebook and instagram you're looking for we are tlm w-e-a-r-e-t-l-m on there you'll be able to see uh, my students flowing pictures of them videos it was a great time and my mom was one of those people so (laughs) i love that when i teach when i'm up north she makes sure that she comes to the classes and uh there was one particular flow that i made up myself that i was very proud of her that she was able to do you know there are certain poses because of her knees and stuff like that that she can't do And there was one pose uh, for you yogis and yoginis who are listening where I had them do a thread through with one leg hovering in the air. And she did it. And it was beautiful. And I was really proud of her. Also, shout out to those who attended the class. And it was their very first time taking a yoga class. I appreciate you all. I really, really do for stepping out of your comfort zone. Uh, Everyone did a really good job. So after that was done, everyone raced back home so that we could shower and change at all of our different places. So then uh, two of my friends picked me up and we made our way downtown because this weekend, well, this past weekend was Gay Pride in Baltimore. 
So that was really awesome. Well, excuse me. It was pride in Baltimore because, of course, LGBTQ. It's not just for gay. Uh, so I met up with several of my friends. The beauty is, is that all of us who were together have all been friends for years. Like we're all at least knocking on a decade if we haven't surpassed a decade. Yeah, because some of them I'm coming up on two decades. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That was beautiful. I'm sorry. I just had a flashback and realized that literally every single one of us who were there this weekend uh, for Pride, we all have known each other for over a decade. That's awesome. Anyway, so <laughs> we went to Pride and I think I have to say that maybe I'm maybe am I getting a little too old for Pride? I don't know. I, I just know that I wasn't necessarily feeling pride when we went to the block party. Uh, we stayed there for about an hour. It was beautiful seeing so many people that I haven't seen in a long time, uh, including this beautiful sister named Tiffany. She has a company called Class on Edge. And I loved, oh my goodness, uh, my friend Quill, who used to be one of the editors for my magazine for Escape the Matrix. Uh, we ran into her and she used to write for the magazine. So it was so beautiful seeing her evolution and the evolution of so many people who wrote for Escape the Matrix. But seeing her there with her own, she was vending and she had her own clothing line. And Class on Edge is awesome. So shout out to her. I appreciate you and I want, I'm want. i so glad that I can mention you on the podcast. And you guys make sure you go on to Facebook, go on Instagram, go on Twitter and you search for her Class on Edge. Tiffany, I'm really, really proud of you. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just really, really proud. So that was awesome being able to see her. And it's one of the highlights that I took from that hour that we were down there. But what I really loved was when we left and we made our way to go get something to eat. And just being able to share space with people that I love so much and catching up, seeing how everyone's doing in life and all of that good stuff. And then, of course, they had to get me intoxicated because I am a totally different person when I have alcohol in me. <laughs> and uh, as I was able to see later on, they have quite a few videos of me being my uh, living my my best life. <laughs> so that was that was fun. Um, I enjoyed that. And yeah, so that that was a that was a great time. Uh, on Sunday, I was able to celebrate my friend Kurt's birthday. His birthday was Sunday and we went out to get drinks and that was just a lot of fun. And um, I was happy. I love being able to share people's birthdays with them. So I was really happy that I got to uh, celebrate his birthday with him. And that was really cool. And then we come to today, uh, which is Monday when you guys are listening to this. And my dad took me to the airport. You know, I kissed my mom, let her know how much I loved seeing her. And my dad brought me to the airport. And it was really cool because I was in the car. I've, I've shared with you guys before that my father is a recovering addict. I found out this past week that some people don't know that you're always recovering. So yeah, my father's uh, gonna be celebrating, I think 22 years clean. And my father is still recovering. When you're in recovery, that's forever. You're always recovering. Because, of course, you could always lapse, you know. Prayerfully, you won't, but you're always recovering. So my father travels around uh, speaking in different places, churches, conventions, and things of that nature. And I, I loved that... I always have an opportunity to meet people. He's a, a sponsor and he has sponsees that are under him. And I always get to meet these people. And I tell people often that some of the most 
beautiful, truest Christians that I've met have all been in recovery, you know, and it's a blessing to see because so often, and I, I pray I'm not offending anyone when I say this, but so often I've met uh, born again Christians and they can be really horrible people. If I can be blunt, uh, the, and it's, it's unfortunate because their, their intentions for themselves are true. They don't want to fall back into who they were before they quote unquote found God again. But the unfortunate thing is, is that in not wanting to fall back, they will literally do anything. So whatever a pastor or someone tells them is the right way to be, they'll do because they don't want to ever go back to being what they see as this horrible person, you know? So in turn, they end up not being what Christ is at all. You feel me? So I love when I meet these people who are in recovery because they're often such beautiful, genuine people, you know, who are truly battling to be able to be their best selves. And I really see God in them. So I was uh, in the car with my dad and this sister who's one of his sponsees and I'm having a conversation with her and I began to talk about my dad and my appreciation for my father came through in a way that I didn't expect. I actually began to well up with tears because I was just talking about how wonderful it feels to be able to say that your parent is your hero. And my father is genuinely my hero. I feel myself getting choked up again. I don't know what's happening today. Um, but my father is my hero because this man was in darkness for so long and he found his way back to the light, you know? And he's beat himself up for so many years for not being able to be there for me. But he doesn't understand that he was always there for me. You know, even though he wasn't able to be there financially the way that others wanted him to be there for me, even though I would be hurt sometimes because he'd have long periods where I wouldn't hear from him. I've always been considered to be a little bit more mature for my age. And I guess that at when I was younger, I was able to understand that things would get better. So I didn't hold it against him. I knew that it was something that he was battling, you know, and as an adult, the conversations that my father has had with me, where he shared with me some of his journey, you know, of insecurity and things of that nature, I'm able to understand why so much of what happened to him happened to him. I can see him as I've talked to you guys so much about the importance of being able to do. I see my father. So I can see the journey that he's made from being the man he was to being the man he is now. He's such a beautiful, brilliantly blessed Christian. And I love watching him speak light into people. And it just feels good because you you live your life like, where do I get this from? I'm a healer and where do I get it from? I look at my father and I'm like, dude, you're out here healing people. What a blessing it is that I can look at my parent and be able to say, you're a healer. I'm a healer. <laughs> like We're walking this world at the exact same time, doing the exact same thing. So I appreciate him so much for that. And I just wanted to share that with you guys because telling her about that and just being able to say it in the presence of my father, I just got really choked up and I could tell that it affected him because when it came time for us to say goodbye, like, well, not goodbye, but see you later. We, I was raised in my family to not ever say goodbye to people you love. Um, but when he was walking me into the airport, he hugged me a little longer and a little tighter than usual, you know? And he kissed me on the cheek twice and he was like, I love you. And I was like, I love you. And I was just beautiful, you know? Um, and then I made my way back here to Atlanta. So that was my weekend um, filled with lots and lots of appreciation. So uh, 
really quickly, just when it comes to culture of pop, we'll transition into culture of pop really quick. And this culture of pop is all about appreciation as well. So I just had two, uh, one a movie and one a TV show that I wanted to share. And one would be uh, Queer Eye. Queer Eye season two started this weekend. And I really, really appreciate that show. Uh, I saw online that there were some people saying they couldn't feel it at all. It seemed boring or corny to them. To each their own, you know. Um, I definitely respect that. I don't see it. I I love every episode. Every episode. Because they're doing healing work. They honestly are. <laughs> so there's no way that I can't like it. Especially this version. This version is so beautiful because it's not just about them going around and trying to make straight men i guess you know more presentable or something like that the the show's totally different it it it's it's coming from such a healing place and it's everyone you know men women straight gay you know transgender like it it doesn't matter like everyone needs healing and i love that the show focuses on doing that so i guess in my way i just kind of fi- i find it kind of strange that a person wouldn't like it but again you know we're we're all different and we see shows differently but if whoever you are who's listening to this show i i definitely would suggest that you watch the show uh queer eye it's on netflix they have two seasons so far i would suggest that you watch both i'm not finished with season two yet uh, but i'm close i'm not sure how many episodes there are but i'm on episode eight i think right now uh so yeah it was it's 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 a good show it's a really good show and shout out to those five men for making a difference in uh the lives of the people who they come into contact with which happens to be down here in georgia so <laughs> i'm like maybe i'll meet up with those guys one day it'll be really cool to be able to do like some live healing event with all of them in some way so speak that into the universe that's what i'm doing right now Uh, The next thing would be a movie, and that was Coco by Pixar and Disney. Uh, I watched that this past week. I think it was on Thursday, this past Thursday that I watched it. And oh my goodness, it was so beautiful. It all circled around family, for those of you who haven't seen it. And uh, the Day of the Dead plays a huge part in it. It's about a Mexican family and uh, a young man who wants to be a musician but his family is well more so the the women in his family it was passed down and of course the men followed suit but uh it's it's they're they're completely against music because of something that happened with his great great grandfather and it's pretty much been banned in the family but he wants to play and i won't give away how but he ends up being connected to his uh deceased family and it's a whole adventure of him being able to get back to the living and it's wonderful i consider it to be pixar's best movie now um there are some people who have challenged me you know and i understand that i'm not saying that you have to feel that way but for me it's the best pixar film uh it it had me bawling it had me laughing like and I remember Kevin, my friend Kevin, uh, host of the Outline podcast, talking about Coco some time ago on his show. And I believe he was talking about how beautiful he thought it was, too. And I said I couldn't wait to be able to see it one day. And yeah, it's it's a movie. You know you have those movies that you can just watch over and over again? Yeah, that's Coco for me. I can pop in Coco at any time. I said pop in. That's so old school of me. Who's like popping in tapes and DVDs? Anyway, um, <laughs> I can go and stream Netflix, I mean Netflix, Coco, and I would love it every single time. I really, really would. 
Uh, but yeah, so I think that's all for the culture of pop. And for my weekend. So when we come back, it's going to be my interview with Miss Stephanie Chapman. I hope you guys enjoy. So this week we are celebrating our misfit of the month, which happens to be somebody who has represented the healing space from the very beginning. So I kind of think BHW should have known it was clear and obvious that she was going to be the winner because she's repped us from the very start. But when it came to all of the rules, I don't even think she necessarily paid attention to the rules. She I really just didn't. Right. <laughs> she, she operated out of what she did all the time anyway. So that kind of like, okay, well, people are going to have a hard time beating her. So <laughs> I would like to welcome a dear friend who also is a fantabulous ass author, Stephanie Chapman to the healing space. Welcome. Hi. I'm so happy to have you. I'm happy to be here. Listen, this first is of all, I ain't seen you in like 1800 years. Right. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to Baltimore, and it just so happens we're going to be announcing who the Mister of the Month is. This is perfect. I get to yep. talk to you in person. Yeah, we don't have to do this via Skype. Listen, listen, because I, I, I need people to, to understand. Skype. I love the Skype interviews, mm-hmm. but it's nothing like doing it in person. Yeah. Because I'm anal, mm-hmm. so I need for people to be able to hear clearly both of us yeah. <laughs> instead of one voice <laughs> being higher or lower. <laughs> Yeah, um, but, but anyway, so the first question that I wanted to ask you, uh, the first two have to do with the healing space in general. Okay. So what is it that drew you to wanting to listen to THS in the first place? Um, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I think, um, I think I saw that you tweeted about it mm-hmm. and I was like, wait, Raven tweeted what's going on <laughs> like because you don't tweet listen so, this is how you know somebody knows so me i was like that's where i first saw it and then i was like okay well let me listen it's a podcast i don't listen to podcasts i can't stand talk radio so i was like we're gonna try this we're gonna see how this goes we're gonna see what happens and then i think um it was i can't remember what the first topic was i know it was a shorter episode the very first episode yeah um that was when it was strictly pop culture yeah so we were going over everything that happened in the summer of 2017 yeah, and then it was and then i was i guess i was hooked because it was sort of the energy mm-hmm. between you and brandon mm-hmm. was one thing and then two the fact that y'all could talk about shows that i have never ever seen in my life mm-hmm. and i was still interested like i have no desire to watch these shows right. <laughs> But I'm sitting in my car cracking up. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to have to listen to this podcast, you know, just to see what's happening. And then you kind of get addicted. It's like, because then you just start listening and listening. And then you got to find out how y'all weeks were. And then y'all talk about one thing one week. And then you don't hear about it. You got to wait. Right. Until next week to find (laughs) out, well, what happened? Right. So, yeah, I think that was it. Awesome. Okay. So I know for me. I have particular episodes that really stand out for me. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, it's like my kids. I love all of them. But I have ones that really stand out. Do you have any episodes that like really speak to you or spoke to you? Oh, man. Um, the one you did with Luminous. Mm-hmm. Um, the one... Um, i trying to remember who the guest was. It's, it's certain topics yeah. that you've done. Um, most of the ones where you're... Um, the one where you talk with the guy from... Um, London? Oh, yeah, Otis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think those two stand out the most Mm -hmm. to me, um, but I think, I don't know, I think it's the podcast as a whole. There's only one episode that I have not fully 
listen to outside mm-hmm. of this week's one. Right. right. <laughs> I'm going to go behind y'all. But um, no, outside of this current one, the, the what is it, the third black queer and unapologetic? Fourth. Yeah. Fourth? Yep. Fourth? Okay. <laughs> so the fourth one, um, I did not watch, um, watch, listen to the one on um, sexual assault. Yeah. I, I listened to the beginning, the pop culture sort of, whatever happened at the beginning. And then the first story came on and I was like, and I'm going to listen to that another time. Yeah. And I think one day I will yeah, go absolutely. back and listen to it. But I think, absolutely. you know, I think they all kind of stand out because they're all just um, helpful in their own ways. Like they all, it's, it's always a different way of healing. It's never, you know, the same way each week. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for that. Thank you. Because that's what we we go for. Okay, so I want to talk a little bit about you. So as I was saying in the beginning, you were an awesome-tastic-ass author. Mm -hmm. And so if you could share with the Misfits a little bit, because this is one of the things when I was explaining to people about uh, whoever was to win the Misfit of the Month, one of the things is is that we wanted to promote what it is that you do. So if you could talk a little bit about Turtleberry Press, I would really appreciate okay. that. Um, Turtleberry Press is my um, brainchild I came up with back in 2007, mm-hmm. I guess, when I was in grad school at University of Baltimore. I studied creative writing and publishing arts. Mm-hmm. And I decided, oh, I'm going to make my own press because we had a project in class. And it, it kind of just stuck. Yeah. And um, what we do is not, I don't necessarily publish books. Right. Because publishing, like, I'm I'm my own worst client. Right. <laughs> That's real. So, my aunt is my best client. I'm my worst client. Yeah. We only got two clients. Right. So, we're going to stay right there. Um, but I like to promote creativity mm-hmm. um, in all realms, in all aspects. So, not just writing. Like, right. creativity through art, creativity through cooking, just creativity in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to do prompts. And I used to do challenges where people could just create anything for like 30 days out of a month or, yeah. you know, different stuff like that just for them to create in a way that they, um, that works for them. Right. I'm also a big proponent of cre- having multiple streams of creativity. Absolutely. Because if you tax one too much, you're not going to be able, I mean, it's going to run dry and then you're going to like. Right. Be dry and that's it. Like you, right. you've got nothing else. <laughs> um. I, it, it comes from my love of multitasking, Me I too. guess. Me too. Um, yes. <laughs> so I do a number of things. I do, I write fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been known to write a poem or two. Um, <laughs> I have uh, been a host. I mm-hmm. am uh, a photographer. Um, Indeed. I, Indeed. I, I hand make books. Um, I'm starting to uh, do little teeny tiny art projects, but right. not a whole lot. That's more just a little outlet yeah. for myself. So, I mean, I have a couple different things of creativity that I like to do. Yeah. So I feel like that is what I'm trying to promote with Turtleberry Press is just getting out there and being creative. Okay. So how many uh, chat books do you have? Chat books. Poetry books. Ooh. Four. <laughs> Four. four. Okay. All of them are out of print. Really? Yes. See, so I'm I'm promoting it, and if somebody <laughs> wanted, it was like, oh, so sorry for you. No, but. I have. Um, I'm thinking about publishing like a best of. I did them so quickly because yeah. I was only I was on the spoken word poetry scene in Baltimore, DC, for a short time. I guess in the right. grand scheme of things. So, um, I feel that poetry is very personal, and a lot of poetry 
speaks to a certain time in your life. Very true. So it's hard for me to put those back out there when I'm not in that place. Yeah. That yeah. headspace. But um, I'm being poked and prodded by friends to possibly put together one that can actually last forever. Right. Because I also handmade those books. Mm-hmm. So they weren't like professionally printed or on Kindle or anything like that. There yeah. are some on my uh, second website. Mm-hmm. Um, Because I have Turtleberry Press, and then I have SweetTurtleberry.com. Yeah. And um, I have poems up there that Mm -hmm. people can read for free. You know, free 99. Yes, free 99. (laughs) That's in my budget. (laughs) So when did you you first understand your your passion for writing? Like, when did it first truly click for you that you love to write? Um... My aunt likes to say I wrote my first story when I learned how to write sentences. Mm-hmm. Like, as soon as she handed me pen and paper. Yeah. Um, my aunt is a writer. Mm-hmm. And she's a poet. So, she wrote a couple short stories. But, um, so she likes to say that um, I've been writing since I was little. I have stories that I've come up with my in my head when I was little and things right. like that. So, I think I, I've just been writing for as long as I can remember. Yeah. Probably. Okay. So a question that I've wanted to ask you for years that, and like I told you, I told her offline how many questions I had. And I was like, I feel like the rest are just going to come organically. (laughs) And this question just came up and I've wanted to ask you this for literal years. And I don't know how it never hit me until just now. Clearly it was supposed to be on the podcast. Explain to me Turtleberry. That is like the million dollar question. Yeah, like, and how is it I've never asked you in all the years I've known you? I don't know why. I think, I think people are embarrassed to ask me that really? for some reason. And I'm like, why? It's weird. Why, how could you not? Like, it's weird on purpose. Like, it's literally weird on purpose. Um, but the fact that there are actual pictures and stuff of turtles and strawberries. Yeah, like, that's like a real I found thing, that so. later. Like, that was really? after the fact. Like, I was like, oh, it's, it's, it's the universe. <laughs> it's like, yes. Um, I, in high school when I was writing and in my early college years, uh, got the nickname Strawberry. Mm-hmm. I actually got that nickname when I was stayed on campus at Carnegie Mellon for a um, six-week program between my junior and senior year of high school. We had a contest, and, and they had a strawberry eating contest. Had these two huge trays that held the pints. Mm-hmm. Of strawberries. Mind you, it wasn't a pint of strawberries. It was a tray with several pints of strawberries. And they set two of them on these tables. Yeah. And they said, we're going to have a contest. The winner gets like, you know, I think it was like $25. It wasn't even that much money. Right. I have a problem with bets and dares (laughs) and things. So I was dared to do it. And I was like, $25? Okay. So I sat down. Other people sat down. I'm talking about boys. Right. You know, you know, hungry teenage boys. And... We had this little contest going, and I started eating, and I was just eating and popping them, and they, they're eating, and, they're, and I'm just eating and popping, eating, boom, right. boom, boom. And then the time was up, and I had eaten one whole tray. Wow. By myself. Okay. Like, three other guys split the other tray. I had pretty much, like, there was, like, one pint left in the tray. So, my friends at camp started calling me Strawberry. And when I told my friends when I got back home to Baltimore, right. the story, they were like, yep, okay. Right. And I didn't get sick. That. And I didn't get sick. That's what that I assumed. Thing. I was like, okay, she didn't mention like, she and got I didn't, sick. And so. I didn't get sick. So, it was crazy. I thought, it was like, wow. <laughs> then, the turtle thing came about a little bit later because um, I've been told I have a shell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> about that. Um, occasionally, it's made of titanium. 
have a little moat going listen, around with alligator snapping turtles protecting it. Listen, you're a Sagittarius. But, um, That's why I laughed. It's <laughs> absolutely believable. <Yes. laughs> so, um, yeah. So the turtle thing came more from having a shell and being quiet and okay. sort of the introvert sort of side. Yeah. And so I joined the two. I don't even remember when mm-hmm. I did. It had to be. It was post-college. Yeah. Probably grad school when I was in a, a weird sort of place of just creativity and just coming up with stuff. And I was like, oh, I, I want a stupid pen name. Right. <laughs> that makes absolutely no sense. And, and why not? And I came up with it and it fit. And it like, I didn't expect it to fit, but it's like become like skin to me. Like it's literally on my skin. I have a tattooed on me. Yeah. So like it's on me. Yeah. But it it is kind of. It just speaks to me so much. So Absolutely. That's kind of where it came from. It's weird. Then I Googled it and I could only find like one random website that had it. So I thought that was like in the in the whole wide world of the internet. Right. There's only like one <laughs> other person who likes this. <laughs> oh, that, that means it's for me. Great. Listen, completely. Exactly. Completely. It's great branding too. So yeah. I try. Right. <laughs> I'm learning about this whole branding thing. Um, <laughs> so I... um. And this is definitely something that I'm going to make sure to say at another point, probably at the beginning of the... Because, of course, we're recording this long before this actual episode airs. But I'm saying it to you now because it's something that dawned on me during this... No, it dawned on me during this interview. What am Mm I... I'm I'm (laughs) having a moment. Um, When you were talking a few minutes ago, it hit me that we've had the last uh, several episodes have been on mental health. Mm -hmm. And... I have a, my last question I was going to ask you. And when I was going to ask you this question, it dawned on me that I keep talking about how we have episodes on mental health, but pretty much the healing space as a podcast is mm-hmm. about mental health. Mm-hmm. And it never really hit me until just now when you were talking. And I was like, this podcast is really about mental health I mean, health it totally is. It totally is. I mean, I work in like my day job. Mm-hmm. I work with people with disabilities. Yeah. So I work in the with a lot of people who have mental health issues, I deal with them myself. Right. So, and have for, is like, you asked me how long have I been writing? It's like, well, how long have I had mental health? Like, all, like all, of right. that, all of that fits together. And the podcast, I think, or just the healing in general, for so many people, it's not necessarily the physical healing. Like, right. the exercise and the stuff like that, that's stuff my therapist keeps telling me to do, like, every two weeks. <laughs> Did you take a yoga class? Did you did you did you go to the gym? Did you do like listen, lady? <laughs> listen, lady. Listen, Linda. <laughs> exactly. Like, look, come on now. But I mean, that's kind of. I think that's the what the podcast I think speaks to for me at mm-hmm. least. If anything, even with like the pop culture, when it's not even just a pop culture episode, it's a chance to escape. Right. It's a chance to really stop. Like, I'll be in traffic on 695. And if anybody's from Baltimore, they know about traffic on yes. 695 in the morning. <laughs> on the inner loop. <laughs> so, you know, I sitting in that, it really, really just kind of helps. Right. So, I feel like, yeah, I, th- I think that's sort of, I think that's just part of the podcast. Like, you, you can't separate yeah. that. Absolutely. Okay, so my last question for you tagging along right right with that is when you think of your own self-healing what does healing look like for you on a day to day let me try to keep healthy healing this healthy healing yes. first, 
first answer was about to be sangria. Yeah, but no, that's good healing though. That's yeah, good healing, especially when it's good sangria. Listen, let's be yes. clear. I will go to T-Volve here in Baltimore and T-Vol- give me that blush ooh, sangria. Yeah, ooh, Listen. got a dap on that. <laughs> I split a picture of that with somebody one time. Ooh. We were all we were healed. Come, hello. Yes, we good, good and healed. Yes, we were right. Um. For me, it, it's weird because I'm still working on that. Um, first and foremost is writing. Mm-hmm. And I can tell when I'm having issues is when I'm blocked. Yeah. When I can't write, I know that I'm having a problem. And it's like, okay, now I'm having a serious problem. Yeah. like I can write blindfolded, you know, one hand tied behind my back, all of that. Like, Absolutely. No problem. So when the writing is a problem, then um, I watch television. Mm-hmm. I watch HGTV. <laughs> That's why I don't know what y'all talk about on pop culture because right. <laughs> y'all are talking about house hunters. <laughs> so I don't know what you're talking about. Um, but um, I watch movies. Yeah. I'm a big like movie buff. But like if I'm really down, like I got to pull out a vintage Eddie Murphy movie mm-hmm. or um, Harry Potter yeah, you know, I can pull Harry Potter all out day. like all day. Mm-hmm. Just pull out, man, Prisoner of Azkaban. Come on, that's actually the last one I just watched. <laughs> yes. I'm, ca- I'm watching them all over again. That yeah. was the last one. Yeah, oh, I love pull it. one of them out. You know, just so I healed that way. Um, and um, the last one I'll, I'll mention because it's it's a number of things, but the last most important one is music. Mm-hmm. Um, something you guys talk about on the podcast. You talk about balance. Like yeah. we balance each other. Silence. Yeah, is my enemy. Mm, that's real. <laughs> um, because of the type of stuff I deal with, yeah. I can't be in my head. Like I have to get out of right. my head. So, and, and it, for everybody, it's different. For yeah. some people, they need to get in there. They need to sit. They need to do stuff. Absolutely. If I'm in my head, you know, you need to sound the alarm. Right. <laughs> right. So, music is like king. Yeah. To me, I have to play music. I've learned that I, if I'm not listening to the podcast on my drive-in, I'm mm-hmm. listening to a playlist. Right. That I love making playlists. That's like one of my hobbies is can I make a dope playlist today? Like what is on it? Right. And so I think, I mean, that for me is the biggest way that I heal. Yeah. Awesomeness. Okay. Yeah. So thank you so much for being on the podcast with us. Cool. Uh, I had fun. I know Brandon's going to be mad that he couldn't be here in person. That's all right. Tell Brandon next time I had to come down there. Right. Field Listen. And, and as soon as you said that, I just saw the three of us with a picture of Sangria. Listen. Um, <laughs> that cannot be on the podcast. <laughs> but yeah, we appreciate your support. It really means a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, let us know if there's any time, ever, ever, any time, if there's ever a time where you need our support. Mm-hmm. We're there, absolutely. And make sure you guys check out Turtleberry Press. And uh, how can they find you on social media? How can they walk with you? Um, I am at Turtleberry on Twitter, mm-hmm. which is where I sit and <laughs> and stay. Um, I have a Snapchat somewhere. I think it's Miss Turtleberry. Um, I play with it every now and again. Good filters. Um, yes. I have a website. It's called SweetTurtleBerry.com. I have TurtleBerryPress.com. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on Instagram as SweetTurtleBerry. So I'm floating around. You type in, if you just Google Turtleberry, I'm Listen. probably who's going to pop up. I'm on Facebook. So The beauty of branding. I mean, it is. Uh, <laughs> check me out on Amazon, though. How about yes, that? Yes, how about that? <laughs> how about that right there? I got there? about eight books. Yes. On Amazon. 
I'm always open to feedback. So come on, reading you know. is everything. Yes, please read. Yes, get your read on. I forgot to mention that for healing, but yes, please, please read. Reading is fundamental. Absolutely. I was. I grew up in the city that reads. I don't know what this city is now, but it's okay. the city but- that reads. But when you was growing up, it was the city that reads. We yeah. read. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we will be right back. And now it is time for good news. A shout out one more time to Stephanie Chapman. I really appreciate that sister. She has always had me and Brandon's back when it comes to the healing space. When you go to SoundCloud, you can check out episode after episode. She's always commenting. It means so much that she's always retweeting, sharing. She's definitely someone who cares about the THS brand. And in turn, we love, respect, and want to honor her at all times. We appreciate you, Stephanie. You are definitely a misfit. Uh, Also, shout out to Christian Gray. Uh, That brother was also a winner. Unfortunately, unfortunately, we were unable to do an interview with him. But I wanted to make sure that we did shout him out because the two of them won for Misfit of the Month. So thank you, Christian, for always having our back as well. Always making sure that you're commenting, sharing all the episodes. It really means a lot. So now for good news, I wanted to dedicate good news also to showing appreciation And for that, I wanted to go over to our Apple podcast app where we have people who are rating and uh, uh, putting posting reviews all the time. So I wanted to take a moment to read off some of theirs. I think there are six different uh, reviews that I wanted to read really quick. Okay, so the first one, and my apologies if I'm not pronouncing your name correctly, is Kichala. And they say, dope personalities fun to listen to all of the topics and they're always different and interesting thank you so much kijala uh this one the title of it is a a must listen and this is by writer thomas a hilarious conversation starter every week the topics are well-rounded needed and offer different perspectives with a touch of humor and a dose of much needed feel-good vibes the hosts are clever witty and relatable that's what i look for in podcasts transparency if you're in a funk or even if you're smiling and want to smile some more the healing space podcast is it thank you so much writer thomas that was really sweet (laughs) and i i talk about transparency a whole lot on this show so i'm so glad that it shines through for people uh if i can be honest once again a moment of complete transparency i was a little uncomfortable earlier talking about being introduced to the the leather lifestyle and not sure if that was able to you know if that came through while I was talking but I was a little uncomfortable only because I wanted to be respectful of my friend who introduced me to it so I wasn't necessarily sure how much I could share you know uh so that's the only reason why I was a little uncomfortable but I know our listeners our misfit universe is used to us being so transparent so it was a little interesting for me navigating that but um I hope what I did share was enough for you guys Uh, I want to make sure we're always being as uh transparent and honest as possible okay so the next one is from uh no brie like me and it's titled refreshing and insightful For a while, I saw posts about this podcast, but did not take the time to listen. Finally, I decided I would support and find find out what this podcast is all about. And boy, I now know what I was missing. My, 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 the Healing Space has gained a new consistent listener and supporter. Well, thank you, Brie Like Me. (laughs) No, Brie Like Me, excuse me. I'm so glad you were able to listen to it. Uh, It doesn't take, that's the beauty of podcasts. We're always waiting for you. You know, we're about to be on our 
40th episode and it's like listen we're here whenever it is that you want to listen to us so thank you for finally getting around to listening to us and i'm glad that we lived up to whatever expectations you had for us so thank you so much the next one is titled black excellence and this is by alicia what a beautiful space to learn grow and get a laugh in while doing so if you haven't listened yet you're missing out you won't be disappointed Thank you so much, Alicia. That's what we go for. You know, it's, it's all about everything that you just said, something where you can learn, you can grow and you can laugh. The beauty of creating this in the first place was that there's more than one way to heal. So I knew that in creating the healing space, not everyone was going to see meditation, yoga and all of those things as it. that's how I heal. Everyone heals differently. So that's what I love about the dynamic that Brandon and I have is that we both have different ways of healing. And so we hope to be a voice for you, no matter who you are, who's listening, you know. So thank you so much for that. The next one is from Essence of Sea Rose. They say, Raven and Brandon have created a platform with no shortage of transparency. Hey, there's that word again. <laughs> I get my laughs in from the pop culture commentary, but I also take so much in from the interviews. I would highly suggest adding the Healing Space podcast to your podcast library. Thank you so much, Essence. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and next we have, okay, this is the last one. And the title of it is Awesome Topic. And this is Black Enigma. I just got through listening to your podcast about body positivity. I'm glad you guys talked about this because society always talks about women embracing themselves and loving their bodies. But men, in my opinion, go through just as much when it comes to body acceptance. All of my life, I've tried to get the muscular body type because it seems that that was more valued in our society. You get more respect and noticed when you have a muscular body. I've gone into depression because I don't have a nice body. I've even gone on yo-yo diets that damaged my body trying to get the perfect one. It's very hard and especially in our community, it's even more difficult. At the age of 48, I find that in order for me to get noticed, I have to be in the gym five times a week. I barely go twice. Not accepting your body and wanting to be accepted despite what your looks look like is two different things. Thank you for touching on this. I hope when you discuss it more in the future, you will have someone my age or older to give another perspective, as I am an older gay man in the community. I love your podcast. I listen to it every week. Thank you so much, Black Enigma. That was a thorough breakdown of exactly how you feel and i appreciate that especially we got a lot of feedback from that episode which is the reason why uh, brandon and i moved forward with starting our our body positivity uh campaign that we started my body positive you know uh because th there was a very very deep strong response to that episode so we didn't want it to end you know so for those of you who are like Black Enigma, who are really touched by the body positivity episode, make your way over to wertlm.com. That's wertlm.com to read several stories from uh, men and women and non-binary people who are talking about their journey through body positivity. And I think you guys will really enjoy it. We have some really awesome stories from so many different types of people. And we want to keep that conversation going. So again, thank you, Black Enigma. Enigma. That, that really, really means a lot. Thank you to all of you who are always commenting, who are sharing your thoughts and your feelings with us. It means a lot. And I definitely am going to come around in the future and read more of these comments. Uh, it lets us know that we're going in the right direction. Uh, so yeah, 
yeah, I think that that's, I think that's everything. That's not just good news. That's great news. <laughs> okay, so make sure you're walking with us on social media. For me, that will be Scorpiogi. That's across all social media platforms. Scorpiogi, S-C-O-R-P-I-Y-O-G-I. If you're interested in taking my yoga classes, if you're here in Georgia, or if you want to take it online, as I teach internationally online as well. If you're interested in meditation or Reiki services, for all of that, you can find me under Scorpiogi, or you can email love at revolutionmultimedia.com. Dot com. That's love at revolutionmultimedia.com. Revolution is with an A. You can walk with Brandon, Mr. BHW, on Twitter and IG under Just Call Me Otis. That's Just Call Me Otis. For the podcast, that would be THS Podcast on Instagram and underscore THS Podcast on Twitter. And thank you to everyone who's constantly retweeting us on Twitter. Every episode. It really, really means so much. And uh, I think I'm going to start going out to you guys to help us to get our numbers up on the THS podcast page. Uh, Because on Twitter, we have so many people who are constantly um, retweeting us, including Pods in Color. Shout out to Pods in Color and the love that they give us. Make sure that you uh, check out their podcast as well. But I want to get those numbers up. So you're probably going to hear from me soon asking if you can help us to get those numbers up for our page on Twitter. Um, and on Instagram too, to tell um, all of your friends to make sure that they're listening to us and adding us. We'll definitely add them back. Um, make sure that you're subscribing, commenting, reviewing, liking, and sharing every episode with the hashtags Let's Get Healed and THS Podcast. This way, it makes it easier to find your posts about us and to also shout you out like we're doing today. I'm so used to Brandon being here. I keep saying we are for everything. (laughs) Also, let us know if there's anything we've yet to heal through that you'd like for us to discuss. Or if there's a topic we've discussed that you'd like for us to cover again. Now, don't forget to join us this week, Thursday, June 21st on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and for the very first time, Twitter for THS Live. I love doing these every month. All of the information for the live can be found in the description for this episode. So that way you'll be able to know exactly where to find us come Thursday. Next week is going to be our 40th episode, as I mentioned earlier. Can you believe that we're already here? Like 40 episodes. Wow. It doesn't seem like it's been that long. Like We're actually coming up on our one year anniversary. Sheesh, time flies. Wow. So that means we're going to have to do another episode about appreciation soon because we need to constantly let you guys know how much we appreciate you because if you guys weren't listening and constantly giving us feedback we wouldn't continue to do it you know because it's all about being able to heal those of you who are listening and those of you who are watching when it comes to our live shows so on behalf of bhw i would like to say thank you to the misfit universe to all of you who are constantly listening supporting and letting us know that we are indeed doing the work of healing it means so much to us so to Brandon, I say thank you so much. I appreciate you, brother, who'll be for being on this journey with me. I love you. And for those of you who are listening in the Misfit Universe, I love you all as well. And until next week, and until the live on Thursday as well. <laughs> Namaste. Namaste.